I'd like to supersize my vocal fries. Supersize my vocal fries. It's a vocal. It's a warm up for vocal. It's a warm up to get your vocal. Britney fry Spears warmed up. does it every day. I'd like to supersize my vocal fries. I'd like to supersize my vocal. Supersize my vocal fries. Supersize my vocal fries. I'd like to supersize my vocal fries. You're like listening to Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes. I hate that. You're like listening to Please Save Me. You're listening to Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes, coming at you live from a phone booth in the Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> Chicago Heroes is a real show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you haven't seen it, that's, that's like your, your problem. problem. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with yeah. those hot dogs. If you see me coming, yeah. you better run because I'm gonna lay you the yeah. fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Ben Flores, coming at you straight from the phone booth in the Best Buy parking lot where we record our podcast every week. And if you can't find it, that's your freaking problem. I'm here with my co-host, the one and only... Sarah Black. I'm right outside the phone booth, but Ben has sort of got his arm out with his iPhone, and I'm just speaking directly into that mic. Mm-hmm, that's right. And uh, what... What are... Okay, what are you listening to? Well, you're listening to Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. So we've sort of figured out who, what, and where. Mm-hmm. And when is this show on? Anytime you want it. Any way you want it. That's the way you got it. Pet boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really know anything about that. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, Burger King. <laughs> Any way you want it, that's the way you got it. Burger, Burger King. King. That's good. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Burger, Burger King. King. <laughs> that's good. Um, that's really good. And We've got the meats. <laughs> Burger King. King. So the win is bum, that bum, bum. <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> this is off to a good start. The win of the show. Of Chicago Heroes. The win of the show is actually not any way we want it. It's any way the network wants it. Yes, and which is only once. Only once. And time and place, as we know, are... Always TBD, very up in the air. It's kind of like a cool DIY comedy show where you have to sort of ask around, ask the right people in mm -hmm, order to know mm -hmm, when and where it's mm -hmm, playing. So mm -hmm. Ben and I are in the know. We do always find it and we always see it. It's a speakeasy and you're not going to be able to find it on Yelp or Google reviews or any of that. Nope, none of you that. You need to know where the door is. You need to know where the bookcase is to push and it revolves and there's yep. this hidden room behind it. Yeah. Um, and there's a butler there and he's kind of holding a tray of something and you eat it and then you sort of just browse around. Very good, sir. Yep. Very good. 
Uh-huh. Very good. Mike O'Kane. Exactly. Mike O'Kane. <laughs> Burger King. Bum, bum, bum. Those are, we, I said Michael Caine and um, Burger King in the same tune. I love it. Yeah. I love that. A cadence is a tune. She was only 15. So, okay. So the th- <laughs> thing is, it's time for, we've kind of, well, we, okay, here's the thing. So we have the phone booth. We get the phone booth for a couple hours. Yeah. And we have to use the whole time. Uh-huh. And it gets, boy, does it get hot in there. So I Yeah, try to that's keep why my, I stay outside and yeah. make Ben just sit in there. So I try to keep my mind off of it by, I, I say that we got to do some riffing up top. Yeah. Because otherwise we're going to be spending basically a whole hour just kind of, just kind of standing in yeah. there. Just kind of standing in there. Well, and it's important too to just riff off the top because that's what keeps people like invested in listening to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Feel like they know us and we feel like we, we know, know you. you. And the truth is we probably so this is a recap podcast for television show that you've seen you've seen chicago heroes you're a big fan you love it you can't get enough of it well you can only get as much as they give you because Mm -hmm. they don't air it more than once and they don't tell you when and they don't tell you where and they don't tell you why uh and why is a question that nobody can tell you the answer to because you got to find that for yourself yep now the reason for me that i watch it is that uh i'm uh i'm afraid I'm afraid of a lot of oh, things, yeah. and so I got to kind of fill up my mind to keep it off of everything I'm afraid of. Yeah, we kind of use this phone booth as a therapy session. Pretty much why I do everything. Yeah. So th- uh, let's kind of bring ourselves up to speed in terms of where we're at in this show. Yeah. We're about, um, I'm just going to say halfway through, but God only knows how much of the way through season three of Chicago Heroes right now. Yeah. This is the 14th episode that aired this week. So it could be 14 of... 15 could be 14 of infinity exactly probably somewhere in between because the network really doesn't kind of publish those kind of stats because they like to keep all of the other networks kind of guessing yeah you know um oh oh uh, you can't actually schedule something head to you don't know whether you're going to schedule something head to head with our finale yeah because we're not gonna we're not gonna tell you when it freaking is surprise yeah we're not gonna tell you which week it is let alone which day, day time, time it is place. what channel you could watch yeah, it on. No way. You know? May, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're going to air it on PBS. Uh, maybe it'll be on HBO Max. Yeah. Maybe it'll be in... And your Motorola Razor is the only place yeah. you can see it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the, maybe the only way you're going to be able to watch the finale for Chicago Heroes... Is uh, if you catch the if you catch the bathroom mirror at exactly the right angle yep. in Penn Station at 1:30 a.m. Yep. to see between the crack of a stall to a guy who's yep. watching an episode of uh, 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 Suits on his phone, yeah. and you see the reflection in the flusher handle. Yeah, and that's a glory hole. Yeah, in a glory a glory hole in one is that a thing? That glory hole in one. That's a tweet. It probably has been about a million times. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So we're going to be kind of breaking down the 14th episode today. But in terms of where we've been so far, we basically got um, this season was uh, was a reboot. Yeah. So we, the, the show brought a, not, a lot of new listeners on board, which is astonishing because they already had about 7 billion, which is many peoples on the planet. Yeah. Um, but somehow they managed to get more. I Aliens. Guess they had a, yep. 
had to go to another satellites galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to kind of aim for the Star Wars theme there, but that was the final countdown. Okay. Did do you know about the multiverse theory? There's like more than one universe. It's self-explanatory pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, so, now I'm caught up to speed on what you think the multiverse is. Yeah, there's more than one. So anyway, the thing is that if there's more than one, then maybe that... So if there's... A, if basically every... If there's infinite universes... Yeah. Which means there's infinite uh, things that happen... Then, and no, I'm being serious. Sorry. There's infinite universes, then there's all of the things that could ever conceivably happen have happened. Yeah. Which would mean that in some universe, everything is the same as our own universe. Everything. Everything. Every single thing. Except that the theme for Star Wars <laughs> is the final countdown. That's cool. I was going to say yeah. something entirely different when yeah. you went off on this do tangent, thing. and I don't do want to anymore. Okay, cool. So I love so that you I'm brought that back anyway. up for us, just to kind of tell us, I'm hey, gonna, don't worry about it. I don't want to, but I'm going to, because that's yeah. kind of my duty as it's a the podcaster. the podcaster's code. Yeah, the podcaster's pledge. Podcaster's pledge. <laughs> we pledge to, to always say what we are going, going to say, say even, even if, if somebody, somebody else says something, something different, different from me. Amen. And what I was going to say is the final countdown, was that on, um, do you remember when VH1 had a bunch of just like, they were running basically like the same three countdown shows every single day. It was like best week ever. And then it was like the worst songs of all time. Mm, mm. And then it was like one other thing. That 80s show. Yeah. That 80s show. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they put the final countdown on the worst songs of all time, which is insane to me it's wrong it's people love that song it can be bad but i don't think it that makes it the worst song of all time it's not one of the, it can't be one of the worst songs of all time it depends can't. on how many were on the list it's like a million 50 maybe <laughs> okay well what if it was a million yeah what if it was <laughs> then it could, then it could be, be on, on the, that list probably go on there yeah maybe because you got what uh you got it's worse than claire de lune i guess claire de lune you got all the Beatles stuff. You got the Battle Final, Hymn of the Republic. And then you got Final Countdown. And yeah. that ought to get you to a million. Yeah. As long as those Beatles guys were alive before that got taken care of. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's go ahead and start the show. What do you say? <laughs> Sounds good. So this week on Chicago <laughs> Heroes, uh, let's just get a quick recap of who our heroes were in who our heroes are in this season, just for the listeners in case that they weren't able to see any of the episodes so far this season. Uh, well, if you had been able to see any of the episodes this far this season, you would have been able to see the heroes that we have, which is Mayor Lisa Kudrow. She's kind of the big. She's kind of the the main big one bad right number now. one hero. She's yeah. kind of the main one. The she, big bad hero. The big bad hero. Yeah. Um. The B. BBH and BBH and uh, not to be con- so anyway um, 
I was going to say not to be confused with, so the podcasters pledge thing, I got to kind of finish saying that, yeah, right? Really so I'm not do. really allowed to stop that. No. So I'm not confused with the BBW. Big, beautiful women. Oh, yeah. So even though she is one, big and important, very beautiful. Yeah. Haven't seen her lady parts. And we don't really know how she identifies because pretty much she makes everyone call her Mayor Lisa Kudrow. So we've never heard anyone use pronouns around her. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually are assuming, uh, uh, I push my glasses up. Are you assuming, kind of the Republican joke, you know, the conservative joke they make. Are you assuming my gender? You know, oh, where they make yeah. fun of the. But I just want to call out that she, she very much, um, everybody around her calls her. She, like, when she's not in the room. To her face, they all call her Mayor Lisa Kutro. Oh, so I, see, I wasn't remembering that we had ever heard anyone talk about Yeah, her. like, she'll leave a room and somebody will be like, God, she. She's a real, and then they kind of, you I know. I hate to see her the, go, but I love to watch her leave. Oh, like, that one, yeah, yeah, they do that one a lot. Yeah, all her staffers and everything. Yeah. Which is a lot of hunky guys. <laughs> a lot of kind of hunky, uh, yeah. sort of Chippendale type of guys. Chris Hemsworth and Ghostbusters kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Usually kind of wearing their standard office attire, which uh, in the mayor's office is a uh, little bow tie. Um, no shirt, little bow tie and a. Uh-huh. Uh, and a cummerbund, but a nothing g- else. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what would you call a um, just podcasters pledge? Kind of say what I was going to say. Um, so the cummerbund with nothing else is obviously true. True. But I was going to kind of say what I thought it should be, which is, um, have you ever seen like a, well, you probably haven't seen it because I don't know if it's real, but what would you call, what would you call it? Like a, like, you know, like how a G string, you know, the back of a G, you know, the back part of a G string. So what would you call that if that was the part that was in the front? A reverse G string. Reverse G string. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I think we are both. Right. Yeah. And both things are true. Yeah. I just didn't notice the G string because it's so teeny, teeny, tiny. You're, you're right. Yeah. They wear the cummerbund and, and they technically, they do wear something else. Yeah. And a I'm a peck guy, not a dick guy. Yeah. So Sarah will just watch the top half of the TV screen. Yeah. I'm a um, peck queen. Which if it really throws you off, it's of an upside, upside down scene. Yeah. Cause, okay. So... <laughs> Anyway, Mayor Lisa Kudrow is one of the main <laughs> cast of this show. Yeah, played we'll kind of give you this level of detail until all the Played by characters. Lisa Kudrow. Just until the kind of the time runs out. Yeah. Okay. And then another, um, another one character. of the heroes. Yeah. Hit us with one, Sarah. Uh, okay, I will. Doesn't it's have to be your favorite. Good, because it's not. It's Chandler, the lawyer. Yes. So Chandler is a attorney at law. Um, Chandler, Esquire. Chandler J. Attorney Esquire. <laughs> um, we've never actually heard his uh, last name and i hope we never do i hope that we don't um he does often enter a room and introduce himself and say my name is chandler bing but everybody whips out their phones and goes to www.bing.com yeah. so i assume he's that's a giving command. an instruction yeah <laughs> yeah that's it's a like call a, to action my name is chandler bing yeah. and everyone will kind of go bing okay. what and he goes, listen, I'm not going to get into a whole routine here, kind of who's on first, who's on second. Big kinda. my wife, please. Yeah. And so then they'll do that because yeah. he will drop that one joke, bing my wife, please. <laughs> and they will bing his wife. And what we often see is people just, they don't know his wife's name because he never brings her around, you know? So we'll get people kind of typing in Mrs. Chandler J. Attorney, you know? And we're not sure where they got the J. Attorney from even because I've never heard him say that. And they'll type in Mrs. J. Attorney 
and yeah. nothing will come up. And then nothing. They'll, they'll say, nothing. do you even have a wife? And he'll say, I have a wife. She just works at a different law firm. Uh-huh. Kind of that old yarn. Yep. Name the next character. Okay, the next one of the heroes is uh, Monica. Now, Monica is a, she's a Mrs. Officer. Uh, played by Courtney Copps. That's a police officer, but she's a lady police officer. Uh-huh. Do you hear that song, Mrs. Officer by Lil Wayne? Oh, yeah. Hit us okay. with the next hero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Rachel. Played by Jennifer Aniston. She's a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston, cold fox. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love, love those gams. She comes up a lot in this episode. Now, what part of the body is the gam? Leg. It's interesting. What do you think it was? Well, it sounds like uh, it sounds like it would be like a butt cheek. A one gam. Yeah, because you usually say gam. Because you said oh, gams. Yeah, I like both. And gams of my legs. just sounds like a. It just sounds like a like butt cheeks. You I'm know. Gonna... I did know that it was legs. I was just kind of being funny. Yeah, it worked. Um, <laughs> who's our next hero? Our next hero, our next hero coming to the stage is, uh, oh wait, okay, I should have been locked, I should have been ready to go with that before I did the voice thing. Okay, let me think here. Um, our next hero coming to the stage, Joey Firefighter Man, played by Matt LeBlanc. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which in, which is French. Yeah, uh, French for the white. Matthew the, yes, Matthew the white. And then our next hero is sort of not really that much of a hero, but um, Matthew the white implies the. Ex- <laughs> Go ahead. Matthew the white implies the existence of uh, Mark the black, John the purple, and Luke the green. Yeah, I don't see color. So then the last one is <laughs> the last one is not so much a hero. And he's actually um, coming all, to you all the way from Guantanamo Bay. Six foot two. Um, 210-ish pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's put on a lot of weight since he got down there. <laughs> Eating good in Guantanamo Bay. It's David Schwimmer playing Ross, the paleontologist. Come on, baby, mama, in Guantanamo. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Has anybody ever done that? I'm, I really actually kind of hope not because... That's a video. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, I wonder if when like Guantanamo Bay... I have Bay an idea a- of the kind of person who might have, though. <laughs> Go ahead. Who? Well, he was going to be like the kind of comedy I would like. You say your thing and then I'll say what I'm thinking. <laughs> you were saying you wonder if someone did do it. Oh, I was going to say like maybe back when Guantanamo Bay seemed to be like a bigger part of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're kind of on the same wavelength there because when like I think SNL. of who. Oh, yeah. an SNL. So we're not totally on the same wavelength because I'm thinking like someone with. Now we can just we can we can go we can go back and forth all day about the politics of SNL and we will but we can but suffice to say they're not like hard right wing uh no. and uh that's what i was thinking was like mm. sort of um f- uh for example i had a history teacher when i was in middle school <laughs> uh-huh who um 
gave us students the opportunity during class time to uh, check out this flash game that she had seen and enjoyed where you uh, were, where you would basically the terrorists would pop up and you'd kill them. Uh, and I'm imagining that during the kind of fervor of the jingo of the uh, jingoism of the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, that someone might have done a, uh, a, a fun little jingle to Margaret, Ms. Margaritaville, what I was singing. No, you were singing, singing Kokomo. Someone might have done a fun little jingle to Kokomo with the Guantanamo thing I just did. But the politics of it were, you know, that they were real happy that everyone was having a nice little vacation down there. Whereas I, personally, not to go on a limb here, I think it's bad. I do too. It's a bad place. Yeah, that's the official please save me stance. Mm-hmm. Makes you gain weight. We've seen Dave Swimmer <laughs> down there and he eating good. So basically the only, um, we got a, we saw a webisode that came out this week <laughs> where they actually kind of did a just day in the life of David Swimmer down at Guantanamo. Yeah. It kind of looks like <laughs> if you remember the movie Beauty and the Beast, like mm-hmm. that kind of be our guest scene where it's just oh, like yeah. a big, beautiful feast and yeah. he's kind of dipping his fingers into a bunch of different types of puddings and pies and mm-hmm. there's a beautiful glistening roast bird on the table. Yeah. And he, right at the end, and so you kind of spend that whole thing in the webisode with like, wow, this looks great. Deli- this looks really delicious. You know, yeah. om nom nom. And um, just kind of right at the end, there's just like a maybe a little five second clip where David, it was just David Swimmer screaming, screaming into the Canada, Canada, <laughs> screaming into the camera. Um, it was the reason I got confused was it's a Canadian film crew that made it. Yeah. Because, um, Cheaper. Mm-hmm. And David Swimmer was screaming into the camera. He was screaming, I eat and I eat and I eat, but I can never get full. Uh, and we said, all kind of A witch put a spell on me. Is what he, yeah, we all kind of know because of what he said next, which was, <laughs> a witch put a spell on me. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. You remember and, that? Yep. <laughs> and that's kind of all the people in the show. Shit. Okay. Uh, so my computer just dropped, so let's make sure that we're still recording. All right, we're good. We're good? Yep, we're good. You sure? I'm, I'm totally sure. Okay. Okay. Great. So let's get into this week's episode. All right. So... Just dive um, deep. So what we know... What do we know up until now? What have we known... What have we learned over the past 14 episodes? What's kind of like the main important thing that we've learned? Pretty much that Mayor Lisa Kudrow is running for president. That's right. Okay. So is that... Did I, did I hit the nail on the head? Yep. I wasn't thinking anything else, so I don't need to say anything else. Okay, great. So Mayor Lisa Kudrow uh, is running for president, and we know that she has been willing to pretty much get her hands... Well, not her hands. She's been willing to get other people's hands dirty. On her behalf. On her behalf. Yes. And do whatever it takes to not only secure the nomination for the ticket. But um, take out all her opponents. mm -hmm. Yep. And she's willing to kind of get down in the mud and get, well, get other people down in the mud. Right. On On her her behalf. behalf. For that. Yeah. Um, And we've also learned uh, an important character trait about Mary Lisa Kudrow is that um, she ain't patient. Yeah. She doesn't like waiting around. No, she's always tapping her watch. 
Yeah. So that's the main way they've shown us that character trait. Just sort of tap, tap, tapping mm-hmm. away at her watch. And Often tapping like, her toe. Waiting for a scene to start yeah. a lot of the time. So yeah. they'll kind of, except for Chicago Heroes, a lot of these episodes, they just kind of keep the cameras rolling. Yeah. You know? And they sort of added all together chronologically, but <laughs> with no breaks. No breaks or anything. So you'll see a lot of the times her standing there tap, tap, tapping her watch and tap, tap, tapping her toes. And then, you know, they'll say, and action. And she'll yeah. kind of sigh and roll her eyes and say, finally. And then she'll do her stuff. Yeah. Work sucks. Uh, but not for Mary Lisa Kudrow. She actually loves doing it. Yeah, and for sure. she kind of uh, doesn't like to have to wait around for herself to be able to do it. No. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> so, you know, being president is one of the things that she most cannot wait for. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She just can't wait to be president. Yeah. And I just can't wait. To be Burger King. <laughs> you remember from earlier? Yeah, I remember from earlier. The Burger King thing? The Burger King bit. I brought that back. Yeah, that was good. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Try the new CBD-infused Whopper. Try the new CBD-infused Beyond Whopper at Burger King. Burger King, eating good in the neighborhood. This has been this week's <laughs> Burger King Moment. This has been this week's hashtag, <laughs> hashtagable Burger King moment. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, um, we so we open on Mayor Lisa Kudrow in her office, yep. and she's uh, she actually has a visitor yep. to her office, which is Rachel. Rachel. So Rachel comes in, and they're close friends. Mm-hmm. They we've known this for a while, yeah. like. Mayor Lisa Kudrow has kept close friendships with all of our heroes. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, been to her benefit. She needs to have the working class of Chicago on her side yeah. if she's going to win any sort of future election. And also, it's just, you know, you mentioned earlier that she needs to get other people's hands dirty on her behalf. She mm-hmm. needs to other people to get in the mud on her behalf. And there's nobody better than some of these folks. So, yeah, they're civil servants. Civil servants. So Rachel comes in and Mary Lisa Kudrow has her sit down. She gets her a glass of water mm-hmm. and then a beer mm-hmm. and then a slice of pizza and then a couple other things. And she bump of cocaine, bump of cocaine, a little smack. Uh huh. And she sits her down and <laughs> once they're kind of two do- CB, <laughs> they do they drop some two CB research chemicals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once they're kind of done doing all that, <laughs> they sit down. Yeah, they trip for a while. <laughs> yeah. And once they're kind of coming back from that, yeah. Mary Lisa Kudrow strikes while the iron is hot. <laughs> yeah. She asks, or tell rather, Yeah, so she wanted to like kind of loosen up Rachel's psyche. Kind yeah. of make her most... Uh, Receptive to what she was about to yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. And you'll see why, or you probably already saw why. Yeah. Which is... Okay, so first of all, she tells Rachel her plan she says so i'm getting a little bit antsy here i want to become president and jen jennifer aniston does a great line reading here where she says (laughs) um oh yeah i can't wait to vote for you yeah in november and mayor lisa kudrow i think you didn't quite (laughs) nail it she goes oh yeah i can't wait to vote for you in november yeah. Is that closer? That was way better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I kind of saw what you were going for there. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do it for I her. I can pull this one out yeah. of the bag. Yeah. 
and that's I got what, this one. That's why we're a good team. So then, Mayor. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to vote for you in November. <laughs> that was I laid it on too thick. Yeah, laid it on too I like thick. The, I like the second read yeah, better. Okay, so anyway, I won't interrupt you again. That's fine. Um, Mayor Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Mary Lisa Kudrow says to her I don't want to wait till November um I want it now I want to be president now and Rachel goes okay well um you can't do that yeah she goes okay um well you can't do that <laughs> and Mary Lisa Kudrow goes well with your help I will Okay, what does that mean? Um, I'm, th- I'm thinking as I'm watching it, uh, she, like she literally just said, "You can't do it." Yeah, are you listening? Yeah, are you, like, freaking, are you freaking listening? Do you need to clean your ears out? You need me to stick a candle in there, light it on fire? Yeah. No. So here, so she sort of unveils her plan. What's the plan? Yeah, so she yeah she unveils it as you said. So she got this big um, blueprint that she kind of unrolls, and it's got a whole kind of diagram and everything. Uh-huh. And it's basically about I, I won't go over the whole diagram with you, um, but it's, it's uh, it, it had the top thousand episodes. It had a lot on it. Yeah, right. It had this pyramid. It Some had grotesque kind of stuff. Food pyramid on there. It had kind of um, yeah, like uh, the Garden of Earthly Delights. What's that painting? The um, um, the kind of really hellish Bosch, a Hieronymus Bosch. Oh, yeah. Paint. Kind of a Hieronymus Bosch, because you said grotesque, so yeah, I was yeah, remembering yeah. that. Stuff in the style of like Ren and Stimpy. Right. It had basically a guide for all of the levels of Scientology and how you would kind of get through them. <laughs> yep. It had the top thousand episodes of Seinfeld ranked by Vulture. Yeah. It had uh, Cosmo's best sex tips of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It had Cosmo's worst sex <laughs> tips of all time ranked by Vulture. Yeah. Um, the final countdown is on there. Yes. The sheet music for it. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also a, uh, a hologram of um, John Tesh uh, d- conducting the uh, the London Philharmonic in a rousing rendition of Round Ball Rock. Um, so, you know that one? So, uh-huh. doing that, kind of the NBA thing. Mm-hmm. And um, then basically at the end of the the unveiling ceremony the unveiling, when they get to the bottom of the scroll so the there's kind a of, really tiny 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 sentence yeah it and, says uh step one <laughs> it says it says um step one it says step one uh find somebody who has access to the white house like top level access so step one find someone who has access to the white house like top level access step two do a face transplant on them with some other guy <laughs> step three uh-huh. um uh or do a face low transplant on them with some other guy and there's an asterisk uh-huh and then step three poison the president uh-huh <laughs> step four i'm the president correct and then there was at the bottom of that there was the asterisk of the guy that to swap the face onto yeah which is one of it said my guy yeah right so swap basically swap the face of a white house guy onto one of my guys yep and they'll go poison the president, and then I will be the president. And you know what I'm thinking the whole time? If Mary Lisa... <laughs> yeah, this will work. <laughs> I'm thinking that, and I'm also thinking, if Mary Lisa Kutra were president right now, we'd all be, be at, at brunch. brunch. <laughs> so I did know what you were thinking once you started it. Yeah, of course. So Rachel 
is kind of like, and we are at brunch, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, you. I'll tell you where it is. Sometimes in brunch, the in phone booth. Yeah, the sometimes brunch is inside a phone booth. So Some, that's for me. Sometimes for someone like you, it's right, right outside. outside a phone booth. And so Rachel looks at her and kind of says, "Okay, this sounds kind of bad, and I don't want to." be part of this <laughs> another one of those killer line readings from jennifer aniston called fox um okay <laughs> this sounds kind of bad i don't want to be a part of this right exactly god you sound it's like you've studied it yeah so mary lisa kudrow says too bad you're doing it and yeah. pulls out a gun and puts it against <laughs> her head uh in a battle between ideas and steel yeah. Steel will always win. And it's interesting. That's what she says. Yeah. Yes, of course. And it's interesting to me. I was thinking, okay, so then why did she go through all this trouble of getting her all like fucked up and like <laughs> getting taking, her drunk and everything? Yeah, yeah. Getting her drunk and on drugs and everything. If yeah. all she's going to do is put a gun to her head and make her do this stuff anyway. Yeah. And Rachel says something more or less to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> but she's yeah. But in the end of the scene, she says, okay, I'll do it. Okay, fine. I guess if, you're gonna put a gun to my head. I'll do it. And Mary Lisa, and then they have a little thing. Mary Lisa Kudrow goes, "I'm not going to put a gun to your head. I've already got one to your head, and it's loaded with a bullet." And Rachel goes, "Okay, <laughs> got it." She goes, "I'm not so sure you do. If I fire the gun, the bullet is gonna go into your brain. If you even have one." And Rachel goes, "Yep. No, I." Do you totally. have a brain? No, I do have a brain. And I totally, I told, I'm just trying to leave at this point. Totally understand how that'll work. <laughs> yeah. I'm a paramedic. I went to med school. Yeah, I know where the brain yeah. is located and I definitely have one. She kind of like knocks on her skull as sort of like a reminder that she has a brain. Which almost, it almost seemed like she was kind of um, checking whether she had one. Yeah. <laughs> like, of, like that kind of thing where you're in an argument and you're pretty sure you're right. Yeah. But the other person has maybe convinced you a little bit that you're wrong. So yeah. then you sort of like do the mental mm -hmm. math or like look at Google to be like, yeah, no, I'm right. Right. That's what she was doing when right. she knocked on her head. Yeah. Or like a grandma, like selecting a watermelon in the grocery store. You know, it's kind of bonk, 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 listening well, to yeah, the sound. Yeah. That's what it, <laughs> that's what I, it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Metaphorically, it's like the thing I was saying. It's like what you're saying. And it's like what I'm saying. And I would say we're equally right. If not a little bit more me so anyway <laughs> okay cool uh, so that scene over yeah okay so okay so rachel knows her task she has to put she gotta uh, find, find someone just to uh find somebody in the white house yep get their face put it on one of mayor lisa kudrow's staffers faces my guy my yeah. guy and then send him to poison the president okay easy enough right totally and so we won't go a whole ton into how she gets the face from the from the White House guy. Um, President's in town watching a Chicago Bulls game. She basically carjacks one of the limos from the Secret Service detail. Yeah, and she uh, she pumps the guy full of sodium pentothal. Practically gets him on the verge of death. Yeah, and kind of chains him to a uh, rusty old gurney in the basement of Chicago hospital. Uh -huh. So I, like I said, we won't go into too much detail. That's everything. Yeah. That's the well, she took his face off. I think that's like the part you didn't mention. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
She, oh, yeah. She took his face off. Yeah, she took his face off. So then she takes his face, kind of puts it in a bag, and then takes it over to the hospital and puts it on ice. And it's, like, kind of ready. So... Somebody took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, and done a six-inch roll into the middle of my skull. I can get you higher. Ooh, I'm, I'm on fire. fire. Creepy how she was singing that the whole time. She was cutting yeah. the face off. Yes, and the guy also thought it was creepy. He was screaming and screaming. <laughs> screaming along. <laughs> yeah. Right in perfect harmony. Yeah, and that's cute. So then she calls the Mary Lisa Kudrow, and she says, okay, I got the face. Mm-hmm. Send your guy. Guy She's, shows up. Guy shows up. Did you want to say anything about how the guy got there? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He Motorcycle. Shows up. <laughs> I was checking if you wanted to say because I did want to say. Oh, you were desperate to say I it. did want to say he got there on a motorcycle. Yeah. and then, Which was a commercial for BMW motorcycles. Yeah. And then they kind of worked it in. He pulls up and she's standing outside smoking a cigarette and he pulls up and he like parks and then he takes off his helmet and boy is he a hunk, hunk. real hunky guy mm-hmm. and we already know her staffers are all sort of like these chippendale ripped kind yeah. of sexy boys but this is the sexiest of all of them did you want to say what, did you want to say who it was no it's sawyer from lost yeah. Right. So he's got yeah. this long, these this long, long blonde dirty blonde hair. hair, and he shakes it out of the motorcycle helmet. And he's like lean, but like ripped. Yeah. He's wearing an open linen shirt, which he's her staffers are. Mayor Lisa Kutra's staffers are allowed to wear if they're in, if they're outside, and it's less than fifty degrees out. They're allowed to wear, to wear an open linen, linen shirt. shirt. Yeah. Instead of just <laughs> cummerbund and the reverse G-string. So he doesn't have pants on, just no. the reverse G-string and the linen shirt, but he doesn't have a bow tie. Yeah. Oh, baby. So, you know I'm a pack guy, but I had to get a look at the hog. Yeah. And I'm and not I'm talking not about the, the motorcycle. motorcycle. So, okay, if you're Rachel, you're probably freaking out thinking is this the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life? And while he sees her and is thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, And um, he says, all right, baby, let's do this. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a King of the Hill character or something, which is a cool choice. And (laughs) and she goes, are you sure you are wanting to get your face taken off or... He says, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And each line that he delivers <laughs> kind of almost sounds like he's like Woody from Toy Story and he's got a stock set of <laughs> phrases, you know? Uh, so we'll kinda, we kind of hear him say again, kind of, all right, baby, let's do this. Yeah, which should have raised some questions but didn't the entire episode. So she, she goes, okay, I'll show you where the OR is. And so she takes him and... Yeah, he says, show me how to get to the place that we're going to. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny moment. So then she takes him into the hospital and she gets him all comfy, puts him like on a little bed and... <laughs> it's a hospital bed. Yeah, like a so, little bed. It's like regular size. It's, it's like, like a, a little bed. It's a regular size hospital bed. Do you sleep in a hospital size bed? Uh, point, uh, game, set, match. Thank you. And that's what he said when he got into the <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so she starts kind of washing her hands and she's like, do you want to see the face before I put it on? And he's, and he says, all right, baby, let's do this. <laughs> and she goes, so is that like a yes? <laughs> so she like, he says, Uff. he says, that's an affirmative. And so she picks up the face and shows him. Kind of doesn't have much to say about it. Yeah, he goes, hachi machi. <laughs> so she, then she puts it back and then she washes her hands again because she just mm-hmm. picked up this dirty ass face. And she puts on her scrubs. So she was before wearing just kind of a sexy dress. So she takes that off <laughs> yeah. and then puts on her scrubs. And she's like, she turns to him and she goes, I know I'm just taking your face off, but um, you're going to have to undress. And so he just like, sort of tosses the linen shirt aside and takes off his G-string and he lies down. And then she goes, all right, I'm going to give you some drugs now. And you're going to wake up with a new face. And he goes, wait. He goes, wait, wait, (laughs) wait. Do you have any snacks? Wait, that's an affirmative. (laughs) Nothing to report. Nothing to report. Yeah, baby, let's do this. And There's a snake in my boot. And <laughs> so some, she kind of slaps him a couple of times, sort of like snap out of it. Yeah, but when know? their skin touches, oh, sparks mama, fucking fly. Mama. That was an absolute, uh, that was some of the greatest chemistry I've, <laughs> that was some of the greatest chemistry I think I've ever seen on the screen. Yeah, I mean, I got a D in high school chemistry, but I know it when I see it, and it was electric. Chocolate rain. <laughs> it was kind of like, okay, here's what I was thinking there. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear the kind when, of. When you think romance, what do you think? Chocolate. <laughs> and when you think a lot of romance, what do you think? Chocolate rain. So yeah. that's pretty much where my thinking was at on that one. And that's spot on. So she And that was straight from the soundtrack from the show that they played <laughs> when their skin touched. Yes. So I'm actually just saying my interpretation of what had, <laughs> what I figured of why they'd made that choice within within the music. Right. Well, I mean, two reasons. One, I mean, here okay, there's two ways that they maybe might have arrived at it. Right? Yeah. They might have used So if you're the music director of the show. Yeah. So you might have arrived at it by what I just said, which is when you think romance, what do you think? Chocolate. When you think a lot of romance, what do you think? Rain. Chocolate rain. Exactly. So that would be, and then so you say, oh, should I use this song? Oh, okay. Hmm. So there's actually a song called Chocolate Rain. I should use it. Um, Kind of on the nose. The other way that you might have arrived at it is (laughs) you'd say to yourself, oh, mm, I'm Tezonde. Okay. So I'm Tezonde. So what's my song? Mm, chocolate, chocolate rain. rain. So I'm going to put that in the show because the music director was Tezon Day. Yeah. So, and I mean, he's done a great job with all the episodes thus far. Yeah, so it makes he's sense. Chocolate rain for. Yeah. He can give every, himself a little treat here and there. Every single music cue. Yeah. So <laughs> this whole season has pretty much been. Chocolate rain. Which there's been a number of funerals this season. And so the kind of that's been awkward. Um, I don't think it's awkward. I think it's totally right yeah and you may remember from last episode that they played the song that um, there was buglers and they played the song taps uh from the military you know yeah if you made it that far into last week's episode you'll know 
Well, the trick there is that they actually made those bugle sounds by running them through a synthesizer and with chocolate. It was a whole digital thing. Big that, thing. It was That was actually Chocolate Rain <laughs> yeah. that had been remixed Yep. to sound like taps. Uh-huh. So anyway. The point is, um, there's 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 a spark that flies when they touch, and then um, I thought that the way that they kind of metaphorically showed, because we know that well, they don't have a lot of time together before this surgery. Yeah, I she's agree. She's gonna switch his face. Yeah. So I like the way that the show kind of convinced us, like these two, it's this is not just a fleeting attraction. These two are really in love. Yeah. Where they kind of had each of the characters imagine what their future would be like together. Right. Right. So it's kind of like the whole universe in a grain of sand. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes in to kiss him. Yeah. And he says, wait. 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 <laughs> and then he says, and this is the first time he said something that sounds like kind of a... <laughs> Normal? Yeah, like a cogent thought. Um, <laughs> and he says, um, don't kiss me. Um... Don't kiss me. I want to wait until I have a new face and make sure you're still in love with me. Yeah. And she goes, I would love you no matter what your face looked like. And he goes, that's fine, but you can't kiss me right now. Yeah. It was like, it was cogent for sure. Um, (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) it's kind of, it's kind of logic sort of fell apart in the second half of that line, you know, where he's kind of like, uh, his whole thing, his whole thing is like, well, I I don't want to make sure that when you see my new face, you still love me, you know? And she kind of says, says, I will. I will. Yeah. Try, like, trust me. I do. I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. And he kind of just doesn't really come up with a reason, but she says, okay, whatever. But like, you can't kiss me anyway. <laughs> so... Which I would hate if that happened to me. Yeah. And she says, okay, so were you lying about the first part? Or, like, what's going on here? And he, and he, he says, oh, baby, that gas is hitting. And then his eyes kind of close. Shot. Yeah. And he leans back, kind of powers down a little bit like a robot. Yeah. Um, and Rachel goes, well, I probably shouldn't kiss him now. Yeah. And... There's a little angel that appears on one shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and a little devil on the other. And the uh, the angel goes, um, the devil, the devil goes, mm-hmm. kiss him, kiss him. It's the fallout boy thing. Yeah. And then the angel goes, don't kiss him, kiss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was fun. But- and they're allowed to use that. Um, because their contract with Tezande for doing all the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so you listeners are probably wondering, um, how are they allowed to have Fall Out Boy in it if they got this contract with Tezande and he only ever uses Chocolate Rain? Well, they're allowed to have um, like diegetic music, music that plays within the scene. So what they do is they have the devil goes, kiss him, kiss him, na 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 And the angel goes, don't kiss him, kiss him. And then... Uh, Rachel pulls out her phone and she goes, I thought I put this thing, I thought I put this thing on silent. Yeah. <laughs> so her, she turns it off. her ringtone. And then Chocolate Rain starts back up. <laughs> Chocolate Rain. Exactly. <laughs> so then she heads back to the sink and starts washing her hands. God, she does it a lot. 
Oh, because she touched her phone now. Yeah, she touched yeah. her phone. But she keeps... Uh, she also touched his face. You don't know where she want to keeps her phone. Yeah. So... Um, and if you want to play Where Does Rachel Keep Her Phone, go find us on Twitter. Find us at Please Save Me Pod and use the hashtag Where Does Keeple... <laughs> use the hashtag Where Does Keeple Rachel Her Phone <laughs> if you want to guess where Rachel keeps her phone. And we'll be releasing the results of that yeah. once we get some entries. Yep. So anyway, so she's all done walking with Walking her, her hands. She's done with that. And she puts on her gloves. Mm-hmm. She puts that little mask over her face. They're more like, <laughs> let's be honest, they're more like mittens. <laughs> they are more like mittens. And she walks over and she grabs a knife. Big woolen mittens. Yep. Yeah. She grabs a knife, grabs mm-hmm. the face. She, so she's got a knife in chef one hand knife. and a face. In the other. It's like an eight-inch chef knife, J.A. Henkels and Company. Yeah. And she walks over to him. Yeah. And she stands over him with face in one hand, knife in the other. Yeah. And she says to herself, I love him. I can't do this. Yeah. And then we cut to black. And that brings us to uh, our own little. Um, so that was the show cutting to its uh, break to advertise another BMW motorcycle. And that brings us to our break in which we uh, plead with you and implore you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or Stitcher somewhere Premium. else I don't know about. Um, Stitcher Premium. We want, not only do we want you to subscribe to the podcast, we also want you to rate and review the podcast to give it five stars, write a review. And if you do, we will be happy to read that review on the air. Yeah, would wow. love that. Um, and if you also want to give us some feedback or just chat about the show, you can head to Twitter and use the handle at Please Save Me Pod. And um, we would be happy to answer any of your fan questions. We'd be happy to chat about theories we'd be happy to um sort of uh and fix any problems you have going on in your life or you know if you just want a meme um featuring one of the heroes we've got plenty on our hard drive and it appears that we do have a new review uh but i don't think i think it's possible to rate or we have a new rating we have a new rating on the show and it's still rated five stars so it was a new five star review on the show, but it didn't have an accompanying review to read. So we want to say thank you to whatever friendly listener gave us a five-star uh, rating. Yeah, okay. great. That's great. Wonderful. Uh, so anyway, back to the episode. Um, so they come back from the commercial. Right. And uh, and I was confused because they park the motorcycle and then a hot guy sort of gets off and he's wearing a G-string reverse and he's wearing a billowing linen shirt. And I was like, okay, we just saw this. Yeah, they kind of recycled footage from the show for the commercial and from the commercial for the show. Yeah. And that's what we like to call in the television industry synergy. Synergy, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Booyakasha. Booyakasha. Uh, Oopa. Booyakasha. So there's that. (laughs) That's good. And so when we come back in Mm -hmm. from that commercial, Rachel... Um, we see the back of her head. Yes. We see her walking down a hallway. Mm-hmm. And do you remember in the dark night when the Joker is in the hospital and he's wearing the nurse's uniform and form and he's um, walking down the hallway and he has this kind of lopsided walk. And I feel like our listeners who've seen the dark night can probably picture this perfectly. Oh, I can. He's got like, I think he's got 
something down in one hand and he's he's walking weird. He's walking like an idiot. Not the way a normal nurse would walk. <laughs> no. You know? And yes, okay, nurses. Anyone can be a nurse. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> what? But a guy who looks like the fucking Joker isn't. No, so I'm scary. Like, dude, if I was in that hospital, I could spot that that Joker was not a nurse from a mile away, A million bro. miles away, probably. <laughs> a million miles away, I have away, bad bro. eyesight, but still a million miles. Okay. So she was walking like that, right? Yeah. You said we started walking to the hallway yeah, from so the I was back. like, okay, something's up. Something's up. She's walking kind of funny. Something Something's must up with be up. Jack. Something's up with Jack. Uh, so the camera. Um, so oh yeah. So we follow her, and I guess she's going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah she's going pee pee. <laughs> yep. Or poo poo. Yeah. Um, and she won't tell. So one of her coworkers <laughs> asks her because because she shows up to the bathroom, and there's someone going in right in front of her. Yeah. And she we hear her say from mine. She says. She said, get out of the way, get out of the way, I really need to go. And the uh-huh. coworker says, okay, do you need to go pee-pee or do you need to go poo-poo? And she says, I won't tell, I won't tell, but I really need to go. But at, all of this interaction is done with Rachel, with the camera on the back of Rachel's head. We also don't see the other person turning around either. So they're not <laughs> even really looking weird. at Rachel. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really weird. So They try to, they try to. Right, they try to turn around, and she says, "Don't look at me! Don't look at me!" <laughs> so okay, and they say, "What are you gonna do?" They say before turning, they say, "What are you gonna do? Stop me!" And she, um, and she, uh, she takes out one of her instruments, one of her um, chef's knife. Yeah, she takes out her chef knife, and she takes the handle of the chef's knife. She presses the handle of it against the back of her coworker's head. And so it she feels says, like a gun. Exactly. You knew exactly where I was headed with it, because you saw the episode. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> yep. So it feels exactly like a gun, and the but the coworker must not be sort of familiar with having a gun pressed <laughs> to the back of their head, because they go, oh, what's that? I'm going to turn around and see. <laughs> and she goes, if you turn around and see, I'm going to blow your head off with this gun, which is the thing that it is that is pressed to the back of your head. And the coworker says, okay, so you could have just answered when I had asked. <laughs> and then we cut to black again <laughs> for another commercial. Cause we didn't explain, but this scene took 15 minutes. Okay, so when we cut back, basically everything has kind of been worked out. Yeah, Rachel went pee-pee or poo-poo, whichever. Basically, she's standing in the back. Okay, the long and the short of it is she's standing in the bachelor. In the bachelor room. And, uh, which we hadn't explained. So (laughs) they have multiple bathrooms in this uh, hospital. Yeah. They have a gender neutral bathroom. Uh-huh. They have a women's bathroom. Uh-huh. Oh, no, they have a single women's bathroom. Uh-huh. They have a married women's bathroom. Uh-huh. They have a s- married guys bathroom. Uh-huh. And they have a bachelor room, the single guys bathroom. And they also have a uh, gender neutral married, gender neutral single, poly bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. one of, if you're ever at an airport and there's like a family bathroom, mm-hmm. that's kind of like what the poly one looks right. like. Gender neutral Peter, gender neutral Paul. <laughs> Because they, they have the gender neutral Mary, gender neutral Peter, gender neutral Paul, Peter, Mary, and Paul. Oh, sh- yeah. Ha, ha. Yeah, they did. It. Uh-huh. They had it. So anyway. No, she's they the- didn't. That was a joke I was making. Okay. I-, I caught you. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you. Okay. Wow. Red-handed. Okay, any- anyway. So she's in the bachelor room. <laughs> yeah. And 
You think with so many bathrooms, she wouldn't have to wait in line behind somebody. Either way, she's standing there. She's washing. Everyone her likes hands. the single guy's bathroom. Yeah, basically, got the best amenities. Yeah, you can get your shoes shined while you're in there. It's uh, it has Spike TV plays in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's getting her hand. She's washing her hands. We still have the camera trained on the back of her head. However, mm-hmm. she's washing her hands. She's washing her hands. She's looking down, and then finally she looks up in the mirror. Yep. What the fuck do we see? Sawyer from Lost. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. No, we don't see Sawyer from Lost. And, and I'll explain. And I'll explain why. And I'll explain why I thought that we saw Sawyer from Lost. Would you like oh. me to explain that? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So that's something I can do easily. I can easily do that. I can easily, easily explain why you why. thought. We saw Sawyer from Lost when, in fact, we saw Joe Pesci's face. Yeah. Yeah. We saw Joe Pesci's face. Say hello to my little friend. Uh, so the reason that I thought that is that they look alike. So does that explain it for you? Yeah, big time. Okay. okay. So, okay. What else becomes clear in this moment? Um, Rachel switched her face. Yeah. With the staffer's face. Yeah. With the White House staffer's face, not with Sawyer's from Moss's face. Yeah. So she has Joe Pesci face now. Yeah. 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 She goes into the stall and she's kind of burping and she <laughs> says, she says, I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. What did I do? Switched my face with his, of course. Switched my face with his. And then she walks out and uh, everybody doesn't wash. Weird thing. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't wash her hands. Wash her hands after she went back in and did the burping and the kind of hot mic thing about switching their faces, took another dump, and then kind of <laughs> came out without washing her hands. Yeah. Um, she only washes after number one. Yeah. And so she so then we so then we get the rare use in this show of a cut. So <laughs> we get the rare use of a cut and we hear a big airplane noise and boom. It's landing. Yes. Where? Where? Washington, Washington DC. And uh so she's we and how do we know that it's Washington DC? Capital. Tiki 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 typewriter typewriter. The city name comes up. Oh yeah. Al- along and the, the bottom year. of the screen. Yeah. Washington DC year unknown. <laughs> so that's what it said. Yep. Um, and so fill this and then there was kind of a little star 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 asterisk 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 fill this in later. It says, fill this in later, Stuart. Don't forget. TK, TK, TK. Yeah. So then, okay, she lands in Washington, D.C. She gets off the plane. Yeah. And she gets in a cab. Hails a cab. Hails a cab. Cab Mm -hmm. says, where are you going? And she says, I'm going to the White House. Yep. And the cab driver turns around to look at her and she says, don't fucking look at me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Okay. She gets to the White House. And Mm -hmm. guess what? It's cher- cherry cherry yeah, blossom season. Oh yeah, and that was um, very beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. Yes. When I think of Washington D.C., I think of cherry blossom season. Yeah. Right. Like um, mid May. Yeah. So all of the um, the vendors are out, right? <laughs> so you get the cherry soda guy. You get the cherry ice cream. You have the cherry dogs, which is a hot dog that's got cherries on it. 
And what are some of the other vendors that you loved seeing out there at the big cherry festival? Um, Which was kind of it was the one cherry of these, blo- the cherry blossom festival. The cherry blossom festival. Mm-hmm. What were some of the other oh, vendors t-shirt, you loved seeing? Mm-hmm. T-shirt vendor. Um, yes, I popped my cherry at the cherry I, blossom festival. <laughs> yeah, um, mm-hmm. face painting. Mm-hmm. Um, a tattoo, permanent tattoo. Permanent tattoo guy. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Stick, kind of this stick and poke kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Very like hip, kind of like Brooklyn looking guy doing yeah. stick and pokes, but. Cherry right. Blossom. He was well, yeah. I mean, he was um, at the Cherry Blossom Festival. Yeah, he was definitely Brooklyn guy because the only tattoo we saw him giving people is he. He would ask them what they want, <laughs> right? And they would say, like, what's an example? Tiger. Yeah, one of them said tiger, right? And he goes, uh, "Woods or the animal?" And laugh, laugh, laugh. They laugh, ha, 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 ha. and he goes, "I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> I wasn't making a joke." And then I gave her a cherry blossom anyway. Yeah. And um, that was the only person he gave the cherry blossom to. And then everyone else, he gave the logo for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. And um, Mayim Bialik was there. Blossom. Who? Oh, play, the, the actress who played Blossom. That's who that is, right? Is that what you were looking up on your phone a moment ago? It's not. And I wish it was. Nice. Mylum Bialik? Mylum? Mayim Bialik. Yeah, so Mayim Bialik was there. Is and it? Mayim Bialik actually ends up um, being pretty important in this episode. Pretty important indeed, right? Um, because Mayim Bialik, and yeah. that was their name? It, yeah, it's her name. She played Blossom. I don't know if we're pronouncing it right, but that's... Yeah, so Mayim Bialik actually... She's also on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she's the one who played Blossom, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, so just when I think... So of, that would make sense that she's at like the Cherry Blossom yeah. Festival. Yeah, I mean, when I think about Mayim Bialik, the first thing that I think is, you know, Blossom, right? Yeah, but most But that's people. not the association that most... I mean, obviously, that's what I think, right? Yeah, and some people would think Big Bang Theory. Some people might think, oh, well, also, you know... She's been, they might, first thing they might think is they're an award show fan. So they might think, well, you know, oh, Mayim Bialik? Oh, you mean, is that the girl that's been nominated? Like, and you might correct them, woman. And they'd say, is that the woman that's been nominated four times for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series? Or you, the, is that the woman, one in the same, who's won the Critics' Choice Television Award for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series in 2015 and 2016? Yeah, I mean, somebody could say that. First thing that might occur to somebody might be, mm, is that the woman that studied uh, neuroscience and did her thesis on the hypothalamic regulation in relation to maladaptive, obsessive, compulsive, affiliative, and satiated behaviors in uh, Prader-Will syndrome? Yes. Yeah. So people might have those associations now. Yeah. But in the future, what association will they have? Well, Chicago Heroes. Because she actually plays the president in this episode. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of on undercover at the Cherry Blossom <laughs> Festival getting a tattoo. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, am I right? You are right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we watched the same freaking episode. Yeah. So that's all happening. And this is great because Rachel sees this. It's a really good coincidence. Yeah, it's a great coincidence. So Rachel sees this. She goes and grabs a cherry soda from the cherry soda vendor. Yeah. And then what does she do? Drinks it. <laughs> She drinks the whole thing yeah, then she, <laughs> and throws the bottle away. Throws the bottle away. So I don't know where you were going with that, but that was what she did. It is. And then she went back, got another one. And what'd you do with that one? Tries to drink it. <laughs> can't, can't get it, can't keep it down. No. Get it down, can't keep it down. No. Nope. Pisses it out. Pisses it out. Pisses it straight out. Washes her hands because <laughs> she's gotta. In the Potomac. Yep. 
So she, that's a little trip. And <laughs> then she comes back and luckily, thankfully. President's still there. Still there. Still getting the tattoo. Because the tattoo artist keeps fucking it up. He well, keeps, it's a stick and poke, so it takes a while anyway. Yeah. So she's got her, basically, she's pretty much got a full left arm sleeve now of it's the just Brooklyn, black. Brooklyn Nets logos overlapping until it's pretty much pitch black. Um, but anyway. Uh, she like, seems in good spirits. <laughs> like you. Yeah, she goes, she says to the guy, he finishes one. She says, let me be clear. I want a tattoo of a cherry blossom. And he goes, is that Barack Obama or is that you? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> she goes, it's, it's me. It's me. <laughs> and it's kind of towing that line. You know, it's kind of towing that line where you kind of can't quite tell. You know, I see, to me it sounded exactly like Barack Obama. Let me be clear. I yeah. want a tattoo of a cherry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. So it's kind of like weaving in and out. I want a tattoo of a cherry. <laughs> I want it on my arm. Um. What? And so she's just kind of doing, trying out different voices and everything. Cause she doesn't get, usually get to do this. No, she doesn't get to show her wild side. Cause she's the president. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so anyway, yeah, now a real scene sort of happens. Yeah. So, so you get this filler. Ra- Rachel goes and gets a cherry soda. Yeah. She gets it in this one. She goes, she says to herself, I'm not going to drink you. I'm not going to drink you. I'm not going oh, to drink you. Oh, but you look so good. Yes. Yeah, so you've got the devil and the angel going. And the, the devil goes, drink it, drink it. Na, 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 na. And the angel goes, don't drink it, drink it. Of course, what does she do next? Pulls out her cell phone. She goes, I said I thought I turned you off. Throws it on the ground, oh, stomps, stomps it out. on it, yeah. Which is, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So she takes the soda, she yeah. opens it, and I think, oh, shit, she's going to drink, drink it. Again. It's been like no. an hour. What does she do? Takes out a little vial little of... vial of... Poison. poison. Yeah, it's got skull and crossbones on it. XXX. Yeah, and says, don't drink it. Um, yeah. Don't drink this, don't eat it, don't put it up your bum or nothing. Yeah. And she and pours she, it in. She soda. looks at it for a second first yeah. though. And she says, I yeah, wonder what would happen if I put that up my butt. Yeah. Well, guess I'll never know. And then she pours it into the soda. Yeah. Um, and mixes it into the soda. Yeah. With- she shakes up the soda. <laughs> yeah. So you, I remember when you had said a moment ago that she had actually had opened the soda. Yeah. She shakes it open. So then a bunch of it goes <laughs> everywhere yeah so she's she goes she goes stupid 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 and And she she, knocks on her head on her empty dome check if her brain's still yeah so there's like half the bottle missing yeah and she goes well that shouldn't be a problem that's probably enough poison still (laughs) that's what she says and she says a kind of (laughs) loud and and she goes right and yeah some people kind of look like these basically these guys guys where they're like wearing sunglasses and suits and they've got little cord cord to a thing in their ear yeah and they all kind of look and she goes uh just kidding happy cherry blossom festival and they all they all they all go okay and they, they go happy cherry blossom festival and they all take out their guns and fire in the air yeah um yeehaw yeehaw so she goes okay that's okay she says a little bit quieter okay that's probably enough poison and she and then she says so then she kind of starts doing her joker walk again um and which we found that she only she doesn't have to do. No, she doesn't. She can walk normally. Yeah, she can walk and normal. She goes, um, she runs her, she runs the soda 
kind of menacingly along the bars of to the White House lawn. So, yeah. you know, like she's kind of like ding, 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 Yeah, ding. so she a goes, little bit more keeps kind of coming out. Yeah, <laughs> and she starts calling out in a sing-song voice, Mr. President, where are you? <laughs> Mr. President, I've got a present for you. Really, really, I can't stress this enough. It's really scary. She sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, if you said to a actor in the kind of like an audition you know or a model in a photo shoot or whatever hey okay now we're going for serial killer act like a serial killer this is exactly what they do it's pitch perfect so i what i find interesting about this is that she keeps saying mr president (laughs) you think the one thing you'd be sure you know before (laughs) you show up is who the president is (laughs) yeah and I mean, maybe like whether they're a lady or not. Exactly. And and she didn't. No. Um. And who can blame her? You know, she goes. Most of our presidents have been men. Totally. So. Uh, uh, she I'll, starts kind of hugging herself and she goes, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. And then she, goes, <laughs> she looks fucking deranged. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes. Don't, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and then she goes, Mrs. President. <laughs> and all of a, and it's like, and she, uh, all of a sudden it works. Yeah. My, May Bialik is like, huh? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yes. And. <laughs> We forgot to include the one that she does in between, you know, where she tries one that doesn't work on Mambialic. She goes, a president says what? (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, that trick only works if you do it fast. Right. President said what? Because if... Exactly. President said what? Because it only works if the person hearing it can't understand what you're saying. Burger King said what? Dong, dong, dong. But anyway, the Mrs. President thing, as you said, you know, works, right? So Mayim Bialik goes, huh? And uh, Jennifer Aniston, now don't forget. With Joe Pesci's Joe face. Pesci's face. So she, if she wasn't already looking deranged before. But that body's still working. Ooh, those gams. And I am talking about that ass. Because yes. she kind of goes, she kind of hones in on where the huh comes from. And she starts going, wee, wee, wee. So she goes over there and um, basically yeah. she goes up to Mayim Bialik and she goes, I got you a little something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look parched. Hands her this bottle of um, cherry soda where there's pretty much like, like a, a drop tablespoon or, or a teaspoon <laughs> yeah. left in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Mayim Bialik looks down at it and goes, the fuck is this? Yeah. She goes, what the fuck is this? And Rachel says, Oh, you'll never forget. I would never (laughs) forget this line. No, it was maybe the best line of the show. I would say. Yeah. She goes, it's a little drink for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that brings us to today's hashtag line of the show moment. (laughs) It's a little drink for you. And that's been today's line of the show moment. So, 
Man Bialik takes it and she says, oh, okay. Um, There's not a lot left. Is this backwash? And she kind of laughs and Rachel goes, no. <laughs> yeah, she gets really serious all of a sudden. She goes, no, I would never. Yeah. Just um, drink it. Just drink it. And, and then you'll know it's not backwash. Yeah. And Man Bialik goes, okay, the kind of amount that you're saying <laughs> that you want me to drink this is making me not want to drink it. And Rachel goes, I, I promise. I promise it's good. <laughs> Yeah, and then she goes, goes you ooh, that's not a good look. Man, be like, ooh, kind of... Naggle. What's that? Naggle. Oh, like she's kind of... Not a good look. Yeah. Um, Angela Naggle wrote that book about um, the internet. Anyway, okay. can't remember what it's called. Um, doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. It's just that Man Bialik was reading it. Yeah. So that's yeah, why I brought whatever. it up. That's why I brought it up. She was still reading it while she was getting a tattoo. Yeah. On, she was reading on her Kindle. But her Kindle ran out of batteries before I could see what the name of the book was. Yep. So that explains why I forgot it. Saw the author, not the book. Yep. yep. Um, so anyway, um, Man Bialik goes, yeah, I think I won't drink this. And Rachel, uh, with Joe Pesci's face, she goes, um, oh, Little scaldy cat, too scared to drink the chili soda, and that one works. Yeah, the president. The president goes guzzles it. She goes, "I'm not a scaredy cat." Yeah, uh, guzzled it right down. I'm a big strong dog. Yeah, just sort of tips it back and guzzles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, guzzle is kind of an overstatement almost because there's not a lot of liquid. Like a teaspoon. Yep. She struggles even to maybe get one gulp. And while this is happening, <laughs> yeah, something crazy happens something oh, yeah. insane totally so remember how rachel took her phone out and threw it on the ground and stomped on it i yeah i could never forget it okay so it starts ringing great point great and she point. goes over it and she picks, she goes over to the picked up to the smash pieces on the ground yeah yeah i saw it picks it up mm -hmm. looks at the screen what yes. little there is left of it yep text from well, he saved in her phone as hot guy, Mayor Lisa Kudrow staff. Yeah. Text from him. Presidential murderer. <laughs> That's what it, it says in parentheses in yeah. case she forgets who he is. <laughs> yeah, in case that wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And it says, I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah. And she responds, picks up a couple of the keys off the ground and responds, can't stop thinking about you either. But it's yeah. missing like a lot of letters. Yeah, it's mostly spelled with numbers. <laughs> yeah. And then he responds, "Yep, will you marry me? Yep. What? That was today's holy fucking <laughs> SpaghettiO balls moment brought to you by SpaghettiOs. Use the hashtag for a chance. Chance to what? You'll find out. Uh, so she says yes or whatever. And <laughs> he goes... I mean, I'm saying or whatever because I'm not exactly sure what she texted because it was mostly numbers. Yeah. But they put a subtitle that was yes. Yeah. And then he responds back three question marks and she looks at the camera and says, that's an affirmative. Yeah. So she's kind of picking up his lingo. Yeah. Um, and then she winks, which yeah. is unsettling. Oh, yeah. It's really bad um, because they kind of CGI Joe Pesci's face onto Jennifer Aniston, but... It's almost like they forgot to get um, capture. They forgot to get a a, a cap, uh, like a mocap or whatever. Of like closing an eye. Of Joe, yeah, of him <laughs> closing an eye. So they kind of um, use like 
tricks to do it. <laughs> so anyway, um, the point is that uh, she kind of goes back over to the president, and the president's kinda. like dead. So <laughs> I mean, right? and she goes, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, she, goes, <laughs> she goes, "Yay, yay, yay!" Claps her hands like a seal, and then runs back towards <laughs> runs. the airport. <laughs> she runs back towards the airport, um, and m- like when we say runs, what we really mean is she rode a motorcycle BMW, and she gets to the airport on the BMW, gets she- off, waves her hair around, which she doesn't have any of because she's Joe Pesci bald. <laughs> And oh yeah, um, it's worth saying that she didn't just do a face transplant. She did a like kind of a whole head transplant. But she forgot to do the hair. Yeah. So then she gets off the uh, the motorcycle and just runs straight onto the plane. Yeah. Doesn't even go through security or nothing. Yeah. And listeners, kind of careful listeners, might be have been asking themselves the same thing we asked ourselves watching the episode: How does she manage to do all of this without the security service, the secret service? Um, they're the security service to me because they're not so secret. I saw them all. Yeah, we saw them. Um, how come they weren't able to apprehend her? And I have a reason for that um, because they showed it in the episode, um, which was that, do you remember this? Do you remember why the secret service wasn't able to apprehend her um, because of what they showed in the episode? <laughs> I the do service? remember. Yeah. Well, it there was this. It kind of varied from officer to officer. Yeah, so it was kind of like one of them a was, thousand paper cuts, not yes, one big. Yes, exactly. Like one of cut. them thought the other guy had it. The other guy thought the other yeah. guy had it. So they were just kind they of like all at the vendors. One of those like, kind of really lame comedy moments that yeah. they do in shows where they kind of didn't even really write jokes into the script. They said, "Oh, just both pretend that you're." Uh, you're confused and you thought the other person was going. So it's like the one guy, he goes, I thought you, and the other guy goes, well, well I, I thought you, you, but I thought, and you, you were, and, uh, but and I, I w- and you're kind of like, okay. Okay. Just jack each other off. You Jesus. From talking. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, that. And they did. And so <laughs> they did that. And then there was the guys where they were just too busy jacking each other off to even have noticed that the president had gotten killed. And then the one main guy was just jacking himself off. And then there was the guy who was basically kind of barking like a dog and chasing fire trucks. And so that kind of covers most of it. And then for the other like 60 or 70 officers, there was a big storm that got in their way. So the, the, the thing that happens is basically we get another cut yep. plane landing in Chicago. Yep. Vroom, vroom. Typewriter. Chicago. You figure out when. TK, TK, TK. Yeah. And pretty much um, Rachel wipes her head off with sweat. And <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, she finds dry. some sweat from the guy next to her and kind of wipes, takes it and pats it onto her head. Yeah. And um, then she says, uh, she says, get me to the church. I got to get to the church. Get me to the church on time. Yep. Why? Do you ask? Because uh, it's her freaking wedding day. Yeah. Did you miss that part? The Im- yeah. most important part of the show. Yep. So she gets in a cab and she says, to the chapel. Cab driver goes. Uh, Turns around to ask her the question. And she goes, don't fucking look at me. Yeah, that's kind of her thing. Yeah. And then what's the question? If you haven't noticed. What's the question? Yeah. Cab driver is going to ask her a question. Oh, um, yeah. The cab driver. <laughs> the cab driver. Uh, you're right. He was going to ask her a question, but he doesn't. He doesn't ask her a question because of um, law. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because he actually does know what a gun feels like to the back of his head. Yeah, right. Felt it Which plenty ap- of times. Apparently, to him, feels like a finger because yeah. she doesn't have her chef's knife on her anymore. So she just puts her finger to the back <laughs> of his head, kind of holds it up like a gun, but not even like a good 
the way you would actually Not hold even a, gun, a good gun. It's like an L. Yeah. You know, with your thumb up, which you wouldn't do if you were firing a gun. You would have your thumb down and you would have your finger around the trigger. Instead yeah. Of pointing your forefinger out like the barrel of the gun. Yeah. Um, but so she's bad kinda, improv gun. It's really bad improv gun, but I guess it works. Yeah, because um, he really f- steps on it. Yeah, he takes her to the church, um, and they definitely don't get there on time. Right. No, definitely not. She doesn't she tell him which church. <laughs> yeah. So they're kind of going to like all of them. So she gets there, and then she gets out, and then somebody kind of hands her a dress as she's walking up the steps to the chapel. Yeah. She kind of gets into the chapel, takes off her clothes that she's wearing and just changes into the dress in front of everybody. Yeah. And, but keeps her head down and a veil on the whole time. Yeah. So it actually, because the veil, um, is so like, can you explain what you picture when you picture a veil? Like what's a veil look like? Um, solid bed sheet. Right. And so I think most people would say, Hmm, you can kind of see through it, you know? No. Well, that's what most people would say. But you've oh, seen this you, episode. I so. thought you were asking me what her veil looked no, like. No, a normal no, no. veil you could see through. Yes, yeah, so you her could sort of make like out the features. Kind of solid, solid bed sheet. Bed sheet. Whole thing. Right? So, I mean, like, Cole's size of a full something? bed sheet. Yeah. Kind of a... Queen full, size? Well, I said full. So, the full bed sheet of a queen size bed. Um, <laughs> oh, full... No, I'm... It wasn't yeah. full size. It was... A full bed sheet of a queen size bed. Oh, so yeah. like a normal size bed, not like a hospital bed. Yeah, like a normal one. Well, not a normal one, the kind that you'd put a queen in. Um, <laughs> so she puts on a dress. Let the crown decide. That's cool. The crown. Who's that? The queen. Okay, so she puts on the veil, she puts on the dress, and then it starts playing. <laughs> no. Do, 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 do. And that's as much as they use that before this old this old granny pulls out her phone and she goes, I thought I meant to turn that off. Turns and it the, off and the then, organ music starts playing. And what's the organ? And so she's walking down the aisle to chocolate rain, pretty much bumping into every pew, kind of ping-ponging back and forth yeah, like a pinball. Really trying to feel her way she, in the dark, but she just can't. can't really see. Because um, we, we forgot to say, not only does she have the solid bed sheet over her, the full-size queen-size, the full queen-size bed sheet over her, which actually covers, because a queen-size bed sheet is pretty big. Yeah. It actually covers her whole dress, too. Yeah, so, so nobody veil, can, see, no one can see the dress. Except for from the back, and it look. Good. Yeah, it's a Vera Wang. Yeah. So it's crazy to cover this thing up. Yeah. Right? I mean, how much does a Vera Wang wedding dress cost? I don't even want to say. I don't even want to guess. I don't even want to say. But I, I wanna, know, but I don't want to I want to guess it was like 30 grand. Sure. Right? And so, um, and it was made of that money. So you got to imagine that it was like 60 grand because you got to use the 30 grand to make the dress yep. and pay the 30 grand for it. Exactly. Um, so she's wearing this dress made of literal dollar, $100 bills. Which, Which is a, honestly tacky, but <laughs> it's a little bit um, and pre- quite flammable. And so um, and that she, does not come into play. And she doesn't come into play, but she's got a sheet over it and she's bonking herself into all the pews. Yeah, just kind of. And they had the church dark. Yes. Like they had all the lights off. Well, it was an evening service. Yeah. Um, Full mass. Right. And we kind of hear um, Sawyer from Lost's microphone up at the front. Oh, he's, yeah. He's got a mic. He's mic'd up. Yeah. Got um, a laugh mic. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to say he's a um, he's also the the character is a NFL football player, and he's on this um, 
<laughs> I know he works for the mayor, uh-huh. but he's on an internship. Um, <laughs> he's trying to get out of politics and into sports. Yeah. Um, so he's on the practice squad for an NFL team, and they're this season's HBO of mic'd up, or of like the the mic'd up NFL thing. So he's yeah. got to wear his microphone at all times. Right, so he's getting married, and he's wearing his love mic. And he's and- kind of just saying to himself, And I actually have the wrong sound clip because that's not what he was saying. No, of course not. It was was, wedding day. Yeah, what he was saying, and I don't, um, I don't have it. But what he was saying, I don't have the the clip. Oh, he was going like, uh, "So hot, want to touch the hiney?" So he's kind of saying that to himself. Yeah, waits for his bride to get up. So so hot, want to touch the hiney? Everybody can hear. Yeah, and he keeps doing it louder. So hot. So hot. Want to touch the hiney. And everybody starts so kind of singing along. Hot. Want to touch the hiney. So hot. Want to touch the hiney. And it's going bonk, bonk, bonk while Rachel bangs her head and her knees and her elbows. Yeah, she doesn't have to use her full body <laughs> strength to get down the aisle, but she's choosing to. Yeah. And so then she finally gets up to the altar. Right. And um, takes the microphone. Takes the microphone. Just kind of riffs. Yeah. Just kind of riffs. Open your boxes. One, two, three. And that's a cool riff. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, she better have a car for these people. Yeah. Because they're like losing their, I mean, you could hear them. Yeah. Losing their fucking minds. (laughs) Screaming, crying. Yeah. Crying. um, uh, um, Flogging themselves. You know, like, you know, prostrating themselves before the Lord. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Tearing their hair, tearing their clothes. Lighting things on fire. Right. Yeah. Sacrificing goats. Speaking in tongues. Yes, exactly. Locusts descend upon the chapel. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, she sort of is like, okay, let's get married. Let's get it started. (laughs) Ha! And the priest goes, so that (laughs) happened. And Sawyer goes, all right, let's go or whatever yeah, he, the he, kind of yeah, thing he, he says. says all says. right, baby, let's do it. Oh, that's the thing. So, okay. And so he starts saying his vows and they're all very nice. And he's like, I know we just met, but I have known since the second I laid eyes on you that you're the woman for me. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait to grow, grow old with you and have children with you. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to have arguments with you. I know that sounds crazy, but... I think we're just going to make it through them and I can't wait to wake up next to you every day and make you breakfast and support your dreams. And yeah, it's just like everything you want it to be, right? I want to grow old with you. (laughs) Kind of does it like that. Yeah, it kind of does. And then she is, he's like, okay, now it's your turn. (laughs) Yeah. And she, she starts saying her vows and everybody's like, okay, we can't hear you. You got to take off. (laughs) yeah even though they heard her before when she was doing her kind of riff yeah so she so okay fine she said okay fine yeah takes off the veil what happens um yeah uh so what happens is is like really hard to say yeah um so basically what happens is that the people in the um 
church, as much as they have been freaking out, like excited to get the cars. Yeah, know? whatever the opposite of that is. Yeah, like they sort of started vomiting and um, more locusts. Yeah, and Sawyer from Lost, he goes like, ooh, ooh, oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. I think I'm gonna hand me a sick bag. I think I'm gonna be sick. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, um, and the priest kind of just rolls with it. So he goes. Um, yeah, he kind of rolls around on the ground and starts saying, "Why, God? Why?" Yeah. I um, and he goes, "Do you? Do you?" Yeah. He goes, "I try to be a serious man." Yeah. Um, and he says, um, "Do you, Sawyer from Lost, take this uh, woman to be your?" Uh, Take this woman if you can call her that is what the priest says because she got the Joe Pesci face and everything and yeah I don't know what you call a monster right does mon um, yeah does monsters be real um, and everything like that yeah and, and um, so do you take her to be your lawfully wedded wife to have and to hold um, until death do you part and Sawyer from Lost kind of inter priest interjects to himself he goes um he goes uh and i pray that that comes swiftly for you both um it, it's almost like she's already dead right yeah um anyway he asked that and yeah. sir from lost goes that's a negative that's a negative and he walks out yep and that's mm, is that the end of the scene I was yeah that's the end of the scene and then we get the credits and then we get the post-credit scene Oh, yeah, right. And so the, the post-credit post scene, scene. Hit us with it, yeah. So Rachel's been left at the altar, obviously, yeah. and she is I mean, destroyed emotionally. Yep. So mm -hmm. what does she do? She goes to one of her only friends in the entire world, Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Oh, yeah. And she goes there, and Mayor Lisa Kudrow is sitting at her desk, and Rachel goes, I was left at the altar. And Mayor Lisa Kudrow goes, oh, that was today. Ah, fuck, I'm sorry, I missed it. I'm yeah. sorry I missed your wedding. Yeah. I had a thing. And Rachel goes, no, it's fine because it didn't happen. Yeah. He, Sawyer from Lost left me at the altar. And we forgot to say where <laughs> Rachel goes into to see Mary Lisa Kudrow kind of um, crying and distraught from being left at the altar, which is at this coffee shop where <laughs> her friend is kind of hanging out with the other heroes and everything. Yeah. So she kind of, Rachel goes in, she's just been really distraught off of being left at the altar. Yes, and yeah, yeah. And Mary Lisa Kudrow goes, well, you know, if you're so, she goes, yeah, sorry, I missed it. Like I just said, um, I literally don't know what more you want me to say about that. I'm like my bad. Right. Um, and she goes, but you know, maybe these guys, these, these, these are some of my, she kind of gets like a mob boss kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, she goes like, maybe my friends can be your friends. Yeah. Um, and then Rachel's like, I'm, I don't even know where I'm going to live now. Yeah. And one of them kind of pipes up and says, oh, you can live with me if you need. And it's Courtney Cops. Yep. Um, and then all the rest of them are like, yeah, we, I mean, we all live together. So. In the Hero House. Yeah, in the Hero House. Yeah, so right, 123 like Hero Avenue. Yeah, and you kind of already were living there until you <laughs> <laughs> called the moving truck to move all your stuff out to move in with Sawyer from Lost while you were gone. Anyway, hey, what's up with your face? <laughs> yeah, they all say that um, all at once. And Mary Lisa like, Kudrow goes, don't ask. I know. It's not even worth talking about. Into. Yeah, and, and she looks at Rachel and goes, so did you get the job done? Oh, yeah. And uh, Rachel goes, I don't know. Did I? And, and she reaches into Go ahead. No, you go. Oh, she kind of has, she reaches in this duffel bag that she's been hauling around. She has this big duffel bag that she's yeah. been hauling around. Yeah. I would say, if I had to describe it, I would say it's body length. 
Yeah, sure. So, and she kind of oh grabs God. by her hair. Yeah. Um, Maya Bialik kind of lifts her up like a, by her hair, this pretty much a corpse of Maya Bialik. Yeah. And that's kind of halfway still alive. And um, she kind of lifts her out of the duffel bag. She says, I don't know, did I? And just remember, it's Joe Pesci saying this. Tries to wink, looks really fucked up. Um, kind of holding this thing. And like all the guys, the other heroes, they're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, um, and she go and she looks over and she goes, "Oh, my bad." And takes a chef, her chef's knife out and slits my um, Bialik's throat. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then and that's that, the first half of the scene. Yeah, <laughs> and then in that moment, everybody gets a text. Yes, it's Him, a push alert yeah. fr- from all the news networks. Oh yeah, President but, President Mayim Bialik has died. Yeah, and then. You know, everybody kind of cheers, goes, yay, yay, Marilee Sucutro, you can be president now. Yeah, everyone in the coffee shop. <laughs> except, Yippee! except Yippee-ki-yay! Chandler, freaking law expert, yep. looks, decides, okay, that's a good headline. I should probably read more. So he clicks and reads through, and then it, he goes, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And everybody goes, what? And he goes, oh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow, you are not going to like this. Yeah. And he shows her the article. Yeah. And they all read it. Yeah. And so read we it see the whole they do thing kind of, of like a popcorn style reading of it. Yeah, and we won't make you be subjected to that. But the long and the short of it basically is that um, they had all forgotten chain of, of command, chain of command. And so the vice president becomes president after the president, if the president's died. Right. And then after that is the mayor of Chicago. So <laughs> like, um, and so Rachel says to mayor Lisa Kudrow, she says like, it's cool. I can go do the same thing to the vice president because they're the president now. And mayor Lisa Kudrow says, no, because they already will have a new vice president and this will just keep happening again and again and again. Until I get elected. Yeah. And and so she kind of gets this resolved look in her face and she looks at the camera and she goes, and so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do things the right way. Yep. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's um, kind of it. So that was an interesting episode of TV. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, oh, pretty good. Come on. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, Best one yet. Right. Totally. Totally. Um, pretty good. We forgot to say the whole episode was filmed like found footage. So anyway, um, uh, it was all done like with security cams. So it was kind of a, the whole episode was kind of like this week's, Hey, what's the big idea? Uh, moment was, the way this episode was filmed, which was by the security cams and kind of a comment on Big Brother and the surveillance state. Yeah. So we forgot to include that theme, but that was pretty much there the whole time. And you noticed. You noticed if you saw it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, and Edward Snowden played the barista in the coffee shop. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's pretty good. So good. Yeah. Um, he, this Russian spy with a patch over his eye came in and shot Edward Snowden dead right at the end. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention to that. that. <laughs> um, was there any other hanging threads? We just like totally forgot little things that happened. Um, oh, this isn't super important, but yeah. uh, Ross kind of shows up at the end. Oh yeah. He, he shows up right at the end and he like presses his face to the window of the coffee shop. He looks in, he sees um, Rachel with her Joe Pesci face. Yeah. And um, the whole place covered in vomit from when they saw her face. And he goes, I'm going to, he goes, uh, I'm going to marry that girl. 
Yep. He goes, uh, I'm going to marry that girl. Yeah, I'm glad you said it again. What's that song? I don't know. I'm going to marry that girl. Um, you didn't have to be so rude. You didn't have to be so rude. I'm going to marry that girl. Oh, why you got to be so, so rude. Oh, my God. But, of course, they made that song using... <laughs> Chocolate rain. Dude, okay. I'm going to break the fourth wall for a second. Um, I have been trying for the past two weeks to think of that song. That, song. that specific song, Rude. Because if you're trying to think of it, the first thing you think of is like, you're my rude boy, boy. No, 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 no. I kept thinking, oh, it's like this fucking shitty ass, like pop reggae song. Oh, yeah. And there's a new one that's out by a completely different band. You want to hear it? Is it? The, the, I know it. Like the I know it. You want to hear it? The poem one? Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you know what I'm saying? that's the one so anyway this has been please save me you can find us on uh, apple spotify stitcher uh not soundcloud google play um but pretty much anywhere else that you would get your podcasts please write and review the show subscribe give us five stars and follow us on twitter at please save me pod i've been ben flores i've been sarah black thank you for listening bye-bye Smells like courage. Oh.